my darlings and darklings, and welcome to the Simply Witchery Podcast. I'm your host, Lethe, and together we're going to explore witchery, ritual, the divine, and magic of all sorts. Today, I'm bringing you an interview with Emerald of Emerald Reads. We talk about ritual, community, divinity, and she gives us some great insight on Christian witchery. It was a wonderful and fascinating conversation. I hope you enjoy. So, um, hi, I forgot to say hi to the last person I interviewed, so I'm saying hello to you (laughs) so that the people can hear me say hello. Um, So, yeah. Okay. So, tell me a little bit about your practice and, like, introduce yourself. Okay. Uh, My name is Emerald, and my pronouns are she and her. Uh, I identify as bisexual, but I usually just use the word queer. Um, I have been doing tarot since 97. Um, and I've dabbled on and off with witchery since then, um, but I still consider myself to be a baby witch. Wow, you've been practicing tarot for most of my life. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> on and off, on and off. Okay, so I love it though. Okay, so let's start with um, talking a little bit about ritual. Um, so let's start with the, a simple one. Like, what does ritual mean to you? I say simple, it's not simple. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, ritual is something sacred and something holy. Um, it's something that's uh, meaningful to to yourself personally. Um, and I think it's something that um, should empower you or others. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That's great. And then, like, what are your, your daily rituals? What do those look like? Um, well, every day I sit at my altar. I'm at my altar now. Um, so I sit there. I do, I pull a charm or a couple charms. I do charm casting, um, or I pull a couple of tarot cards or both. Um, I journal in my book of mirrors. Um, and that includes, um, I write down the season, like the lunar cycle, all of my pulls and spreads that I do for divination. Um, I also, well, not daily, but every couple of days I prep uh, my book of Mor- book of Mormon book of mirror pages. <laughs> um, my book of mirrors is an old book. It's an old like storybook that um, I gesso over every page, and then that gives me blank pages. So it's a really cool cover, and then yeah, I make the blank pages. So um, every couple of days I gesso and prep some pages and then I go back and decorate the pages I've already done. So cool. I love that. I've seen some of them, I'm pretty sure. And they're gorgeous. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Um, Um, I'm trying to think, Mm, this is why I should be taking notes because I I have questions in the middle of your answers and then they leave by the time you're done. I'm going to hold my pen now. Um, Okay. So what kind of rituals do you do, like, over longer periods of time, like weekly or monthly or yearly? Um, so every week or a couple of weeks, we go shopping for crystals, <laughs> which I feel like that's me and, and my wife and uh, one of or a couple of our friends. And so I feel like that's a I feel like it's, like it's kind of a ritual because we all go do it together. It's the time we spend. Um, I charge my tools and stuff by the moon. I collect rainwater and stormwater. Um, I like to celebrate the seasons um, with my wife and my friends and decorate accordingly and change up my altar for the seasons. 
Um, and then I do some manifestation magic sometimes. Like right now, I'm working on a house manifestation spell. Great. Yeah, I love that it's like community time for you, that that's part of your yeah. ritual. And I, I love that. I need more of that yeah. in my life. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm so I'm such a hermit. I got to... <laughs> I get out of the house more goodness yeah yep. yeah I am too though I'm I'm a total hermit mm-hmm. and actually most of this group that um that I spend time with uh doing witchy stuff we're all kind of hermity <laughs> See, the, the hermits come together we like each other yeah and that's the only yeah. reason why we socialize <laughs> at least <Yeah>. for me <laughs> <laughs> How do you structure your practice? So do you like simpler stuff, more complexity? What kind of planning do you do, that kind of thing? I do pretty much no planning. Same. Um, yeah. <laughs> I sort of fly by the seat of my pants. I like simple stuff. Um, but if it ends up being complex just in the process of it happening, then it does. You know, um, my inspiration is usually spontaneous. And um, that's how. Oh, that's how my practice goes. All right. Wow, we like blew through those ritual questions. Go us. <laughs> um, so I guess we're we're moving on to divinity then. So like, what's your relationship with divinity like? Well, I come from a Christian background and I'm still Christian. Um, so I just finished seminary. So that's a thing that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um and let's see. So part of the reason I decided to be a church leader is because I saw all the damage that was happening in the church. And I wanted to uh, I wanted to be a piece that could change that for the church and for people and help reconcile people or help them heal. So I do have this Christian piece to me, this big Christian piece to me. Um, but um, yeah, I also I also have this like nature based religion thing that's going on, and uh, I believe uh, the divine exists sort of all around us, and all of creation holds divinity within it. Um, I think that the divine has immense power. Um, yeah, I don't uh, I don't really have any deities other than the Trinity that I work with or anything. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's really cool. I love that. I love watching Christian witches. I use quotation marks for people who cannot see me right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> not, not everyone who has a magical practice identifies as witch, but it's just my placeholder word. Um, right. But like, it's so impressive to me because I came from a very Christian background and I'm trying to figure out if it's a part of my practice, where I fit. And so it's really cool that you're actively seeking to heal something that you can see is broken. And I love that. Yeah. Thanks. Of course. It's great. It's very, (laughs) it's an impressive thing to do. Somebody's got to do it. (laughs) <laughs> awesome that you're like actually doing it because people say that and then they're like but it'll be somebody else so it's it's really cool that yeah you're actually doing something about it it's great it's very inspiring Ryan so thanks see. of course what's your relationship with rest like I 
um, I plow through things usually. I'll just keep going until I crash. Um, but when I do rest, uh, it's a lot of napping. It's a lot of taking breaks. I need uh, transition time in my life and in my day. Um, so I try and stay restful throughout my day and throughout my week and stuff. Um, but I do have a tendency just to like jump in and plow along. And then when whatever it is, is over, then it's a crash. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. so many of us struggle with that too. Like no one knows how to rest anymore because we're not allowed to. Yeah. It's, it's awful. Right. So that's yep. like, I want to ask people about it because I want to get people thinking about rest mm -hmm. as a part of a spiritual practice. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm a big believer of work for 45 minutes and then take like a five minute no screen break. Oh, yeah. So my work is all, all on my computer or my phone. Well, yeah, all of this work anyway. I, I am also yeah. a nanny, but like. Right. She cried. It's a baby <laughs> can you imagine, when I'm not there. So. Can you imagine nannying via, like, screen? <laughs> oh, my God, no. It would never work. Oh. <laughs> it wouldn't. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. But right now, I'm the my, my boss is on summer vacation, so I don't see the baby except nice. because I live with her. And so right now, everything I do has a screen. And I'm like, this is bad for me. It's really bad for my eyes. Yeah gotta be intentional yeah, about this uh -huh. nonsense um, yeah yeah cool so community <laughs> like how well you kind of you kind of touched on it a little bit about um how do you use your magic to nurture your personal relationships in the community that you're a part of um I it's definitely a, a way to bond with my friends especially like I have a new like community of friends um, since I've sort of gotten more into this um, witchy thing because I'm still considering myself a baby witch. Um, so yeah, just, it opened up my ability to form relationships with people um, and it's strengthened my relationships with um, some of the people that I already know. Um, we <laughs> here at the seminary, we've sort of formed this little clique of like a witchy group. And like, I've been here, it took me five years to do my four year degree. Right. So mm -hmm. five years and um, the first four years, I sort of had no idea that anybody else like witchy existed in seminary. Cause like, Ooh, that's bad. Right. Right. But um, yeah, but I ended up finding there's all these people that are coming out of the woodwork now. So we have this little gang. <laughs> I love that. So, so yeah. Much. So yeah, so um better relationships and and closer relationships and more relationships. That's great. Yeah. I love that. I love that it's like something that we can talk about now. Cuz I feel like yeah. Like 5 years ago, like I would have not been comfortable yeah. having this conversation. Like Right. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's great to see the change in the world. To know that it's possible it is. especially in these trying times, so. Yes. <laughs> we'll do the lightning round, like, very last. But now, let, let me, okay. like, just throw a couple of things at you. Because I know a little bit about charm casting. But, like, mm -hmm. basically nothing. So if you were going to <laughs> explain it to someone who knew basically nothing, I basically learned nothing about charm casting from your Instagram. Because I haven't had time <laughs> to, like, go and do research yet. So, um, right. 
share whatever you want about charm casting, I guess, is, is my thing. Okay. Um, so charm casting is a thing, and it actually, uh, forms of it have been around, like, forever. It's, like, one of the earliest forms of divination. Um, throwing the bones, sometimes they call it. And um, so it's been around forever. Um, charm casting specifically is, uh, well, there's... Uh, junk oracle oracle casting there's um now i'm forgetting all the other names of them but um it's just collections of whatever you know and um so you grab your collection of whatever and you toss it and you read it based on like where things land so it can include like shells um it can include like things from nature shells and acorns and sticks and whatnot um or it can include um you know, Cracker Jacks toys, um, or, um, well, mine is charms, like literally charms for jewelry. So I have just a whole bunch of charms and, um, I cast them. There's different ways of casting them and yeah, you just read from them. So fascinating <laughs> to me, like, cause it, it feels kind of similar to runes, but in like a, like, yes. how do I want to say this? Because I love runes. Nobody yeah, think I don't too. love runes, but I got, I'm going <laughs> to say this and it doesn't feel respectful enough to me, but I'm going to say it anyway, because that's who I am. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it feels um, somehow like deeper and more like personally intuitive instead of connecting to something super ancient, you're like creating runes for yourself, which is super cool. And yeah. I love that. Each of the things... Um, yeah, you develop your own meaning for it, or it's pieces that um, that have meaning already, so they have a history, um, and they have a lot to say. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, it's in the same category as rune casting. And like I, um, I love developing like personally intuitive things, lists. So mm-hmm. eventually, I'm gonna have to sit down and make my own little bag of charms because it's so cool awesome <laughs> yeah awesome <laughs> we'll do okay the lightning round so let's see so what is your uh astrological three big three all right so i'm a taurus sun and a gemini moon and a scorpio rising i knew two of those things already because you're your, your um because it's my Instagram screen name handle. yeah I was like I was like I already yeah. know most of the answers to this one <laughs> um how do you um relate to those signs like how do you feel like they apply in your life this is supposed um, to be the lightning round but I'm gonna I'm gonna make you be that's okay <laughs> that's okay I don't know see I don't I don't know much about astrology. Gotcha. So, like, I've done my birth chart, and mm-hmm. I've printed it out, like, a million times. Um, and, yeah, so I don't really know, like, what planets do what and what signs do what. But when I read Taurus stuff, it usually pertains to me. It usually fits. Gotcha. And then a while ago, at one point, you said something about how um, how your moon, you relate to your mm-hmm. moon much deeper so than when, Aries for sure. Yeah. So whenever I see something that says Taurus, I'll also look at the Gemini and I'll also look at the Scorpio and see if they fit. And a lot of times the moon does fit with me. Yeah, because it's all our it's all our feelings are in our moon. And so I'm like yeah. I'm so deep in the feelings. Just yeah. Always. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so uh-huh. 
You gotta go. I always check all three, too, whenever I see astrology posts, and I'm like, the Aries ones are always like, you're going to fight people and yell. (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm not. I love you, but no. Like, I might think about wanting to do it, but I'll never actually do it. I'm not going to do it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm too, um, too organized with the Virgo and too balanced with the Libra. I have to think about it forever before I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, what's your favorite crystal? Grape agate. Ooh, Super like strange. It. Yeah. The grape agate comes in these little, like, perfectly circle round guys. The clusters, and they're, right? Yeah. So they're cool. super cute. I love them. And it's all about adulting, which is, like, all of what I need. <laughs> what everybody needs. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I need to get some now. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that it's like the adulting stone and I I need some of that in my life. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> What's your favorite herb? Um, I don't think I have a favorite herb, but I love collecting whatever's in the yard or whatever I can get my hands on, like locally. Mm-hmm. Like um I've snuck into people's yards before. <laughs> <laughs> and I took like I needed a daffodil for something mm-hmm. for um Beltane, I think. And so I snuck into somebody's yard and just took the dead ones, just the dead ones. And only a couple. <laughs> but I'll sort of, yeah, I like sourcing my own materials. For sure. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. I like a nature walk and I like to bring home a yes. bag full of stones and some free yes, flowers. Definitely. What's just your favorite yeah. animal? My favorite animal is a dog. I'm Fair. definitely a dog person. I love doggos. So sweet. Yeah, me too. So wonderful. All their symbolism yeah. is great, too. All that loyalty. Yeah. Everybody needs that. Yeah. Favorite ice cream flavor? I usually do vanilla. Just plain old vanilla. I love chocolate, but I'll usually do vanilla and I'll put chocolate on it. Chocolate syrup. I can't relate because I'm a chocolate on chocolate on chocolate kind of human. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'll put chocolate on my chocolate, but vanilla right. is valid. I can, agree. Yeah. I can get behind it. Some people are like, vanilla is not a flavor. And I'm like, yes, it is. It's a plant. It totally is. Usually I do it like when I eat ice cream, I'll have it with the chocolate. I like to have my Earl Grey tea, like a London fog, except it, instead of the cream, I put vanilla ice cream in it. So I like the vanilla ice cream with something. Ooh, I'm going to have to yeah. try that with chai. I would love yeah. that with chai. <gasps> yeah. You're giving me ideas. <laughs> what is your favorite season or celebration? My favorite season is spring. Um, I'm just like, I've only this year since, well, I missed um, what comes before Ostara. That is a great Imbolc. Imbolc. Yes. Yeah. So I missed Imbolc. I decided I was going to like pay close attention to the wheel of the year this year because I'm still learning. Um, So I missed Imbolc. But ever since Ostara, we've been celebrating. Um, But yeah, spring is definitely my favorite. Winter's over. Yeah. Especially, I love it. like, I didn't really appreciate spring until I moved out of Southern California. And then I was like, oh, I get why people <laughs> It's not the week of rain like it is in California. Right. It's, like, actually nice weather everywhere else. I get right. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so, like, refreshing and rejuvenating coming out of winter. And, like, you're not going to get more snow. It's not going to be cold anymore. And you get all that new life, which is just yes. always good. I love the flowers and the baby birds and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, your favorite book. I know this is a difficult question for some people. But... 
this one's pretty easy for me. My favorite is uh, the King Killer Chronicle series. The King Killer series. Um, it, it the first one is the Name of the Wind. It's written by Patrick Rothfuss, who's a Madison author, Madison based. Ooh, I actually yeah. haven't heard of that. And I'm in a library it's, right now. I might have to go find it. <laughs> it's super nerdy, and it's it's really great. You would totally dig it. Yeah, I, I with your. With your D&D fascination, yeah. yeah. And your witchy fascination, mm-hmm. definitely. Top three pizza toppings. You know, I really like any kind of pizza, mm-hmm. except I legitimately don't like anchovies on my pizza. I know everybody says no anchovies, but I legitimately don't like anchovies. Right. I do love a pizza with Alfredo instead of the red marinara sauce. Yeah, I miss that so much. Yeah, yeah. gluten-free pizza is not the same. Oh, no. Yeah, I have a gluten intolerance, (laughs) and it's not the same. It's gotten much better, like, just even in the last, like, year. It's gotten way better, but gluten is delicious, Mm -hmm. and it is not the same. And it will never be the same. Yeah. I don't know why I torture (laughs) myself with this question, because I'm like, it it just makes me think about how I can't eat bread. Ugh. (laughs) You should ask people what their favorite gluten-free snack is. That's a great I, I might actually replace this question with that. We'll see. Okay. All right. It might expand your like yeah. your cuisine. Mm-hmm. My snack horizons. <laughs> yeah. Which, what's your favorite area of witchcraft in general? Divination is definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's like how I started on this path and all the different varieties. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many. And when I first mm-hmm. started, I was just like, oh, it's just like runes and like the same deck of cards. And I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> it's tiny totally baby, not. tiny yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. I love divination. It's just yeah. fascinating and always changing. Mm-hmm. too. What's your favorite song of the moment? I don't know. I don't have a favorite song right now, but the last thing I listened to was Everclear. And the last song I downloaded on iTunes was Blackwater by the Doobie Brothers. Okay. Do you have anything else? Okay. Um, there's this struggle that I have being Christian and having my Christian mm-hmm. background. And not just my Christian background, but still being Christian. And um, how that works with uh, witchcraft and stuff. Um I had a hard time because I see like you work with other gods mm-hmm. and um, different pantheons and whatnot. And so um, that's stuff I'm still figuring out. So yeah, I've, I've, I've put some thought into how that works for me and what my practice looks like. Um, I decided I'm not going to work with other gods at this point, but I still feel true and called to the triune God, the Christian God. But there's just so many like aspects and stuff that I'm still figuring out. And I don't I don't think there's one answer. So I don't know. I agree. There's just truth for the individual and everyone's yeah. truth is yeah. true because it's theirs. Yeah, I agree. You do not have to answer this. But if you want to. Okay. Um mm-hmm. have you experienced any um like backlash from like the witch community because you are Christian? So far, no. That's I'm good. I'm very I'm very um On social media, I'm very, um, I have my muggle world and my witch world. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'm not always completely uh, open on either of them. So I don't 
go about on my Instagram, for example, like yelling that I'm, you know, Christian, that I'm in seminary, or that I graduated seminary, stuff like that. Um, so there probably haven't been that many opportunities for backlash, but there have been some. And I feel like, I feel like most of the time when, uh, Christianity comes up in the witchcraft sort of circle, it's similar to your situation where somebody has been hurt by the church. Um, and so then I can be like, well, I, you know, also grew up in the church and like, I'm trying to fix that. And um, just having just having relationships with those people helps me to understand um, understand that better and what can I do to to be a support for those people and to help change the way the world is. That's great because yeah. I remember in the not that long ago days when I was almost exclusively on Tumblr, like I would just watch these poor Christian witches just getting ripped apart, and I'm like, oh. This is the opposite. <laughs> this is what you were trying to leave. Like, stop. Right. Stop. It made me so yes. mad. So yeah. I'm glad that it seems like the community has hopefully grown up a little bit. Yeah, hopefully. I'm just like we've all any any community is going to have their like extremists, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tumblr is so. as extreme as the internet gets. I feel like most days. Like, yeah. I never figured out Tumblr, Good. so I don't know. Good for you. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think all that's left is to tell us what you're doing in life that you want to want people to see. So my Instagram is Taurus with Gemini Moon, all one word, and I basically just um, photo my witchy life, my uh, charm castings, and my tarot poles and whatnot. Um, I just opened an Etsy store maybe about a month ago. Um, it's called Emerald Reads, E-M-E-R-A-L-D-R-E-A-D-S. On my Etsy, I specialize in charm casting readings and I do, I have a lot of queer tarot spreads um, that I sort of specialize in and a couple other things as well. I have a timeline reading that I do, a little pendulum thing I do, but that's basically it, Instagram and Etsy. I'm very excited. Well, congratulations on your brand new Etsy, by the way. I don't think I've Thank said that you. to you. We've talked several Thank times you. since it happened. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so thank you for doing this with me. It's really great. Of course. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and readings and reviews are greatly appreciated. You can find more from Simply Witchery and Emerald on social media. Everything is linked in the show notes. The music in this episode is Where Was I by Lee Rosevere. I'll see you all next week for another meditation.